Good morning. My name is Stephanie Levine. I'm the president of CHESS, the American College of Chess Physicians. And I'd like to welcome you to the Chinese winning experience from the frontline leaders, a COVID-19 web-based seminar. It's a two-part seminar this morning, or at, right now, and again at the same time tomorrow. So this is sponsored by CHESS, the American College of Chess Physicians, with the Chinese Thoracic Society and the Chinese Association of Chess Physicians. It's supported by the Consulate General of the People's Republic of China in Los Angeles. I am your host, and as I said, I'm, I'm Stephanie Levine. I'm Professor of Medicine in the Division of Pulmonary and Critical Care Diseases at the University of Texas San Antonio Health Science Center, as well as the VA Hospital in San Antonio. Our organizers are Dr. Chow. He's an MD, PhD, and the medical director of Chess International Affairs and a professor at the University of Southern California in Los Angeles. In addition, we're also um, organized by, Dr., uh, by Nikki Augustine, publisher and senior vice president for marketing, communications, and publishing at Chess headquarters, and Rob Rabito, who's the senior director of program development at CHEST. Our moderator for the question portion is Dr. Christopher Carroll. He is a professor of pediatric critical care at the University of Connecticut, and he is also the, um, the head of our, our critical care network. So what we're hoping to do in our two-part seminars today, concentrate on strategies and control of the pandemic, and tomorrow talk more about the medical aspects of the pandemic. The reason we have this close relationship with our Chinese colleagues is in part from our pulmonary critical care medicine fellowship program that we had set up under Dr. Chow's uh, direction back in 2013, along with Dr. Uh, Darcy Marcinic, the late Dr. Mark Rosen, Dr. Jack Buckley and myself. And through this program, PCCM is now an established fellowship program in China. And we hope that this contribution has in a small part helped with the successful control that our Chinese colleagues have been able to, um, to achieve with this disease. So for now, I'd like to turn it over to Dr. Chow, who's going to introduce um, the next portion of the program. Thank you. Hi, good morning. My name is Renli Chiao. I'm a professor of pulmonary critical care at the University of Southern California in Los Angeles. And uh, I helped organize this uh, because I'm the medical director for international affairs for CHEST. So this uh, seminar series is supported by the Consul Consulate General of China in Los Angeles. And, uh, the ambassador, Mr. Ping Wang, was going to give address uh, the seminar, but he has to go for something else. But he has a video here. Let me just share with you. Hi, everybody. It's my uh, great pleasure to be, uh, to be here today to share my experiences and exchange of knowledges and expertise with uh, ATS and uh, ACCP with CHEST. I know this is a hard time for all of us, and uh, COVID-19 is rapidly spread worldwide, and uh, then the danger is growing. 
and the infections are surging, and the diocese are, are mounting, and our health uh, systems, uh, economics, and day-to-day -day lives are being uh, severely uh, tested. We are, we are deeply uh, concerned about the looming situation. I hope sharing with the expertise in China may be helpful other countries successfully tackle the COVID-19 pandemic. The key health policies in China tackling the COVID-19 pandemic was, uh, was leaving no patients unattended, means every uh, infected individual should be admitted to the hospital for isolation and uh, leaving no patients untreated. So meaning every uh, infected individual should be receiving essential medicine care. Uh, the two uh, prior conditions for achieving this, uh, these two key uh, health policies are all cases should be tested and all patients should be uh, admitted to the hospital as early as possible. So the topic of mine is today is uh, fighting the COVID-19 pandemic. This, uh, some uh, health policies, and we can we will focus on function shelter hospitals, which I, I think is a key point for is a turning point for control of the pandemic. Uh, this map shows uh, the current COVID nineteen pandemic situation. Uh, as of March uh, twenty nine, more than uh, uh, seven twenty thousand pe uh, people have been infected, and at least. Uh, uh, 33,000 have died worldwide. The pandemic is uh, accelerating. It took uh, 67 days from the first reported case to reach uh, 100,000. 100, the pandemic is uh, accelerating. It took uh, uh, 67 days from the first reported case to reach 100,000 cases, and 11 days for second 100,000 cases four days for the third 100,000 cases, and just two days for the fourth, fifth, and the sixth 100,000 cases, respectively, and one day for the seventh 100,000 cases. And the U.S. has now more than 140,000 infections and face a critically situation. And as a as number of COVID-19 infections and deaths are surging, it puts significant pressure on country's healthcare system. The most uh, pressing and uh, critical issues and need to be uh, urgently addressed, including running out of hospital beds, a lack of medical resources such as PPE. Health workers are facing high risk of infection and are stressed out. COVID-19 has pushed the world-class health system, like the one U.S., to the breaking point. Countries are reporting huge spike in coronavirus deaths. And Wuhan, the capital city of uh, Hubei province in China, was the uh, epicenter of the COVID-19 pandemic, with confirmed cases in Wuhan accounting for more than 6% of all infections in China. This surge of infections placed a huge pressure on the city's medical system. At the beginning of February this year, Wuhan had no hospital beds available for COVID-19 patient, patients in the designated hospitals. Thousands of patients had to uh, sent home for isolation and uh, observation.
So however, home isolation is not a desirable solution. Home isolation puts patients and family members at risk. First, more than half of COVID-19 patients had at least one family member with the disease. And 75 to 80% of all clustered infections are within families, suggesting high risk of intra-family transmission. So family clusters so are common in, in Wuhan at that time. Second, to the patient, home isolation is selected to uh, psychologically painful because she knows that she puts her loved ones at risk for potential deadly disease. For example, UK uh, Health Minister Nancy Doris was worried about her 84 years old mother who was uh, staying with her and began to cough. Third study shows that SARS-CoV-2 may remain, may remain stable for hours or even for days in aerosols and people may uh, acquire the virus through the air and after touching contaminated objects, this, uh, provide, this provided further evidence against the home isolation. So of course, home isolation we don't think is uh, desirable. And the home isolation is slightly leaky because uh, I think it's not the, uh, strictly uh, enforced. And the patient may not stay at home and go outside for walks or exercise. In addition, it is difficult to organize the medical care, frequent monitoring of diseases progression and timely refer to hospital care for thousands of patients in home isolation. And the COVID-19 can be deteriorated from a male to a moderate to severe status requiring rapid referral to a referral to a hospital care. Uh, if home isolation in Wuhan prior to the introduction of the Fangshan Shelter Hospitals, the time from onsite of severe status to admission to a, a tertiary hospital for intensive care was uh, as long as uh, 10 days. In Italy, uh, patients isolated at home may die due to lack of essential medical care, and it's shown in this, uh, and it's shown in this, uh, in this figure. Let's talk something about uh, herd immunity. Herd immunity could cost millions of lives, especially for senior citizens and those with underlying health problems. The most uh, Vulnerable, uh, vulnerable, vulnerable are the most affected, particularly our elderly and, and those with uh, pre-existing medical conditions, those uh, without access to reliable home care, and those in poverty or in living the, on the edge. So the on the edge. So the vulnerability uh, is uh, considered key. Uh, what uh, what in Chinese and other Eastern Asia countries culture. It is a uh, virtue to for respect one's uh, parents, elderly and uh, and ancestors, and the Chinese people and Chinese people show love, respect, support, and uh, take good care of uh, those uh, uh, senior citizens. So herd immunity uh, as a as a cause of uh, live of a million of uh, culturally. Unacceptable to East Asia culture. As such, China chose to adopt a strict contaminant strategies such as 
such as a strong AIS, such as a, such as a strong AIS. Oh, sorry, I think it's uh, in the effort to uh, curb the virtual from uh, spreading one needs to do. Isolate sources of infection, cut off transmission routes, and protection uh, suspect uh, susceptible individuals. Thus, in Wuhan, world to uh, leave no patient unattended and leave no patients untreated. By achieving this goal, four categories of uh, people were identified, as is shown in this uh, figure. Those uh, with four categories of uh, people are confirmed cases, suspected cases, those with a fever and the patient's closer contacts. Pa uh, hospital took it, hospital took in uh, confirmed patients and well, the, the others with uh, guaranteed uh, efforts quarantined uh, efforts were in full swing in Wuhan to ensure every uh, confirmed and suspected patients is attended to. Uh, yeah, and among the confirmed case, male to, con to consider patients were ad to moderate uh, to moderate patients were admitted to uh, and treated to a Fangchang Shelter Hospital, and those uh, several patients were treated the higher level. Severe patients were were treated the higher level designated hospital. More than eighty percent of COVID nineteen patients were mild cases, whereas Fangchang Shelter Hospitals with uh, implemented early should admit most of the patients and play a key role in, the, in achieving the strategy, leaving no patients unattended and leaving no patients untreated. I, as I have described, the hospital isolation is uh, of the growing members of COVID-19 patients was not visible in early February in Wuhan, and the home isolation was not desirable. Uh, in, uh, in view of this, uh, the concept of the Fangchang Shelter Hospitals were invented. The term Fangchang sounds like nurse arc in Chinese, implying hope for patients. Fangchang Shelter Hospitals is defined as a large-scale health facilities and were rapidly built, literally uh, overnight, and provided isolation, triage, medical care, monitoring and uh, referral, shelter and social engagement for effective and rapid outbreak control. They can rapidly establish and uh, can provide large number of uh, hospital beds and appropriate care of male patients suffering from uh, COVID-19. Health workers at Fangshan Shelter Hospitals can transport patients to higher level hospitals for more complex treatment and should their condition worsen. And the Fangchang Shelter Hospital can also offer emotional and social support to help patients recover during an, during an otherwise disruptive period in their lives. This is a novel concept implemented for the first time in China to tackle the COVID-19 and, and the key approach to achieving leaving no patients unattended and leaving no patients untreated. It is truly a key uh, turning point for the epidemic in Wuhan by admitting and isolating all infected patients in hospitals. 
This hospital was built by uh, installing beds, shelter space, and uh, three zones and two passengers to offer hospital isolation uh, was in the existing public infrastructures. This figure shows and the layout of one of the Fangshan shelter hospitals in Wuhan with the three zones, a contaminated zone where, us, where, where patients live and a semi-clean zone where health workers put on and take off their uh, protective suits and a clean zone where the supplies are received and two passages, one for patients and the other for health, for health workers. Where Fangshan shelter hospitals have uh, some historical pre, uh, pre, precedents, such as emergency field hospitals, emergency shelters, and the hospital isolation wards. There are three characteristics, three characteristics and five functions set them apart from a previous concept from the control of public health emergencies. Fangshan Shelter Hospitals uh, have uh, three uh, characteristics and five, fun uh, fun five functions that makes them a part particularly well suited to address the public health uh, emergencies such as uh, the one in Wuhan. The three uh, characteristics are rapid construction, massive scale, and low cost. The five functions are triage, isolation, basic medical care, frequent monitoring and the rapid referral and the essential living and the social engagement. The first characteristic is a rapid construction. Fangshan shelter hospitals can be rapidly built because uh, leverage uh, existing uh, physical infrastructure. The purpose, the purpose, the proposing uh, process Returning infrastructures and serve as another purpose, such as a sport, such as a sports competition, exhibition, or convention into a function shelter hospitals, were completed in uh, only uh, 29 hours for the first hospital, and the first three hospitals provide uh, over 4,000 and 4,300 beds. This process involved some uh, interior design for spaces and uh, purchasing and uh, installing bikes, medical devices, and supplies to support care, monitoring, and uh, shelter living. The second char characteristic is uh, massive scale. Because Fangshan Shelter Hospital leverage large-scale public uh, infrastructure, the capacity well, for, for care, uh, for care for care they create can be uh, massive. This uh, figure shows that the Fangshan Shelter Hospital can provide thousands of beds. In fact, they have provided uh, 13,000 hospital beds and provided care to about uh, 12,000 patients. Thus, the Fangshan Shelter Hospitals have, uh, have uh, expanded the medical resources, expanded uh, huge medical resources. The third characteristic is the low cost of uh, built and, and running the Fangshan Shelter Hospitals. Investment costs are low because, are low because uh, it's, it, is it is cheap to transform public facilities into hospitals. Since 
it can only involve the installing beds in addition spaces that function shelter hospitals currently occupy can be returned to their original purpose once the epidemic has subsided. Avoiding long-term inefficiency use of the scarcity space in a densely populated city. Running, uh, running costs are, are also low because of functional shelter hospitals used uh, and uh, limited human resources for epidemic, uh, epidemic, epidemic control efficiently. The ratio of health workers of, uh, to hospital beds in functional shelter hospital was uh, lower than, than in standard hospital because the functional shelter hospitals in uh, China selectively admitted male COVID-19 patients this relatively low health workers to bed ratio was likely appropriate to ensure good patient outcomes. The first essential function is uh, isolation of a function shelter hospital. Because the construction of the function shelter hospitals, thousands of males to moderate COVID-19 patients with, uh, with uh, in Wuhan had to be uh, sent home. Uh, for isolation. And the male patients are generally more active than the severe ill, severe sick, and thus, uh, in great, thus in greater contact with others, increasing the possibility of transmission and uh, placing of family and uh, community members at risk. The function shelter hospital isolate COVID-19 patients more effectively from their communities than home isolation. The second essential function is triage. After substantial expansion of medical resources, function shelter hospitals also use the medical resources efficiently. The function shelter hospital is inserted an additional level of care into Chinese health system and served a strategy triage function of COVID-19 patients between the community and the higher level healthcare. They allow initial triage, separating patients with mild to moderate status from those with severe status for targeted, for targeted medical care. Patients found to be infected with COVID-19 in community testing champions for fever clinic were referred to the function shelter hospitals if the status are mild or moderate. And the Fangshan Shelter Hospital is especially well suited to tackle the COVID-19 pandemic considering its characteristics since about 80% of patients are mild to moderate cases. Only 15% uh, have uh, severe diseases and uh, only 6% uh, are crucial, including respiratory failure critical respiratory failure, uh, uh, critical including uh, respiratory failure, septic shock, and multiple organ dysfunction of failure. As a result, Fangshan Shelter Hospitals uh, hospital will uh, isolate and, uh, and treat most of uh, COVID-19 uh, patients. And this table shows uh, the mission criteria. Each uh, admission criteria is based on the current scientific evidence. Function Shelter Hospital admit patients who test positive for COVID-19, but with mild to moderate status. 
by isolating and uh, treating only mild to moderate cases, Fontan Shelter Hospitals uh, freed up the scarcity of medical infrastructures of higher level hospitals, such as, uh, the, such as the patient units providing respected support and the intensive care of patients with severe COVID-19 and other patients requiring intensive or complex care. More than 90% of severe cases in Hubei provinces were in Wuhan, and the fight uh, vaccine reach in the traditional hospital designed for the care of COVID-19, designated for, designated for the care of the COVID-19 patients have uh, increased from uh, 4% on February 4th, before the first Fangshan Shelter Hospital opened to uh, 16 percent on February 22nd, when the 16 uh, shelter hospitals have uh, had started admitting patients. So the, this trend indicates that the Fangshan shelter hospitals release the pressure on higher level hospitals to admit large numbers of mild to moderate COVID, COVID patients. Which uh, can threaten to crowd out the capacity uh, to deliver to deliver intensive and uh, complex care to those patients needing such care more urgently. The Fangshan Shelter Hospitals thus improved the distribution of COVID-19 patients according to the severity of the disease, increasing the overall efficacy of care. So. As a third essential function, Fangshan Shelter Hospitals provide basic medical care, including uh, antipyretic uh, antibiotics in the patients who are co complicated with the bacterial infection, oxygen supplemental if needed, traditional Chinese medicine if the patient wants, and mental health uh, counseling. Con uh, counseling. counseling. And uh, this uh, box shows uh, two case reports. Illustrate, uh, illustrating uh, typical medical his, histories during the stay in Fangshan Shelter Hospital. Uh, to support medical care, a few days uh, after the opening of the Fangshan Shelter Hospital, health workers in Wuhan had uh, access to an uh, electronic information system supported by the cloud, uh, by the cloud uh, uh, platform and connected with uh, higher level hospitals for medical record keeping, the transfer, telemedicine consulting, and the monitoring of the quality of care and the outcome. The fourth essential function is uh, frequent monitoring and uh, rapid referral. The Fangshan Shelter Hospital was uh, integrated into the overall healthcare system where simple pathways are referral as, uh, and transform. The health, the health workers in the Fangshan Shelter Hospitals monitoring the pro progression of the disease by testing respiratory rate, temperature, oxygen saturation, oxygen saturation regularly. And also mobile x-ray tests were also available. If the patient situation gets severe, he or she will be uh, transferred to the designated hospital very quickly through a green channel. Overall, Fangshan Shelter Hospitals are likely to have uh, substantially reduced the time from the onset of the severe symptoms to admission to a higher level hospital. 
compared to the alternative for of uh, hospital isolation since people in home isolation home uh, home isolation since people in home isolation will seek care again at the fever clinic and uh, and the fifth essential function is that function shelter hospitals provide essential living and social engagement functions of essential living shelter living shelter accommodation shelter accommodation food uh, sanitation and hygiene all of, all of uh, and hygiene are of, of course necessary to care for the huge number of people in the hospital in addition social engagement was intended to both promote patient recovery and reduce the anxiety of that covid-19 diagnosis diagnosis and isolation may be caused and functional shelter hospitals can also serve as a community of patients with uh, which isolates uh, patients from the covid-19 negative population but also a place for mutual support and social activities health workers provide emotional support to, in addition to medical care community activities including uh, eating watching television the dancing and uh, reading up together as well as uh, celebrating a birthday the functional shelter hospitals is actually a community for patients in which patients are are providing uh, with a mutual support and uh, social activities as part of the uh, epidemic control strategy functional shelter hospitals require several supportive strategy and solutions including human resources strategy measures to prevent nosocomial infections and provide patients with a degree of uh, privacy so the functional shelter hospital can can increase the efficacy of uh, covid-19 uh, response in terms of efficient uh, efficiency of uh, covid-19 response in terms of uh, health uh, workers for patient because they release a patient who do not require require intensive or intensive care or complex care from the from more highly staffed uh, traditional hospital to the less highly less less staffed uh, shelter hospital this efficacy again are likely to lessen this efficiency gains are likely to lessen hard, uh, health worker shortfalls in a given epidemic situation the health workers were, were mobilized from across the country to uh, staff the Fangshan Shelter Hospital in Wuhan. In fact, the majority of health workers in Fangshan Shelter Hospitals in Wuhan came from other Hubei, who come, came from outside Hubei province. Fangshan Shelter Hospital also uh, recruited many uh, social workers. To minimize the risk of uh, nosocomial infection in functional shelter hospitals, both between patients and between patients and health and health workers, to be uh, admitted, all patients can to uh, have a tested positive for COVID-19 and negative for influenza. So in the hospitals, patients receive the protective masks, which they are uh, they were required to wear to further lowering the risk of uh, nosocomial infection. Further measures to reduce nosocomial infections include the strict isolation protocols and the intensive training for the health workers and the social workers who work inside the Fangshan Hospital. 
and the health workers will uh, be will be entering the hospital in uh, in different passages. The risk of nasocomial infections in Fangshan Shelter Hospitals will not have than traditional hospitals. To ensure some uh, degree of uh, privacy uh, similar to the to that in general, in traditional hospitals, Fangshan Shelter Hospitals contain uh, contained uh, partitions separating by units into a space similar to hospital rooms and, and ward. In addition, man and, yeah, so it's a privacy is also uh, served in function shelter hospital, I think. And during the COVID-19 pandemic, function shelter hospitals isolated thousands of patients, provided high quality medical care and uh, fulfill an important triage function. Earlier descriptive evidence suggests that the Fangshan Shelter Hospital was a major reason for the successfully COVID-19 control in China. The number of confirmed cases in Wuhan steadily declined since February 18th, and 12 days after the first Fangshan Shelter Hospital started admitting patients. As the number of uh, new infections continue to decline, all function shelter hospitals were suspended in Wuhan. Other countries facing the COVID-19 pandemic could consider using function shelter hospitals as part of their public health response. In the future, the design and the construction of a large public uh, in infrastructure, for example, a stadium, conventional centers, exhibition centers, factories, and, uh, and, uh, and the warehouses should be, uh, should, be should, in integrate, should integrate features facilitating the conversion of these uh, infrastructures to function shelter hospitals. So function shelter hospitals may uh, seem similar to the emergency field hospital or Markfield makeshift hospitals uh, used uh, during the previous uh, epidemic uh, in other countries. For example, in the, in the United States during the 1990 to 19, 1980 to 1990 influenza pandemic, or in African countries during the, the uh, 2014 to 2015 Ebola ep epidemic. How, however, they differ in several crucial ways. First, and uh, for, foremost, the function shelter hospitals in China were set up to isolate those patients who are most likely to, to spread the infect, infectious disease because they suffer only mild or moderate symptoms and, uh, and uh, thus likely to be act, active in their daily lives and, and in contact with uh, family or community members. Second, the function shelter hospitals uh, served an yeah, important triage function, separating patients for severity. As such, it, uh, it achieves a reasonable uh, redistribution of medical resources, releasing, uh, release, released the pressure of a traditional hospital and made efficient use of the medical resources. Third, function shelter hospitals become a national standard of care Rather than, um, rather than an inferior temporary emergency measure to bridge 
the time until the improved capacity for massive treatment because available uh, became available. This uh, standard of uh, care was uh, support was supported by uh, rigorous uh, quality control and uh, improvement routine. Designation of the hospitals are infectious disease zones as well as uh, through a public health infrastructure standard for air conditioning, ventilate, ventilation system, and uh, restroom facilities. First, the Fangshan Shelter Hospitals provide huge hospital buys, which uh, within, a, within a shorter period of time than the pre previous uh, emergency field hospitals. Finally, and in contrast to the uh, the, the previous emergency field hospitals, Fangshan Shelter Hospitals were not only medical care facilities, but uh, they, but were also received as uh, social spaces and provide the essential living, emotional support, and uh, social uh, and social engagement for the large group of patients that live in uh, living isolation from their families. So the Fangshan Shelter Hospitals are the communities of uh, mild COVID-19 patients. Other countries adopt a similar concept uh, as Fangshan Shelter Hospitals. For, for example, uh, Serbia, Iran, UK, United States, and other, and other countries are reaching the, to transform the large public facilities yeah. Facilities into Fangshan Shelter Hospitals. So, uh, up, uh, the upheaval caused by the COVID 19 is, uh, is uh, all around us. COVID 19 is our common enemy. We should act together to, show, to slow the spread of the virus and look after each other. Solidarity is uh, Needed and the conflict should be uh, should be uh, set aside. We uh, we can uh, slow down transmission, prevent uh, prevent uh, prevent trans uh, infection and uh, save lives through uh, personal, national and international action. The people of all countries should join forces to uh, strengthen our response against the COVID nineteen pandemic and work together to build a community with a shared future with a shared future. For mankind, this is a time for solidarity. It's a time for collaboration and a time for compassion. Countries have a responsibility to grow uh, up, step up, and scale up. Fangshan is a key ap approach to the epidemic control in Wuhan, but but isolating uh, thousands of by isolating thousands of people uh, who would otherwise uh, transmit the virus to to their families and the community's members. We hope Fangshan Shelter Hospitals can play an important role in, in, in boosting countries' response to the current COVID-19 pandemic. Of course, I firmly believe that we will get through, uh, through, we will get through and end this pandemic together. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Dr. Wang. Let's uh, just go ahead with Dr. Chu. So we, don't, we will uh, leave some time for questions at the end. Dr. Chu? Yeah, I, I want to the, share my the Shanghai's experience, just how to control or stop the peak in Shanghai, especially focus on the strategy 
for citywide defense for COVID-19. I'm a Dr. Chu from a region hospital, medical school of the Shanghai Jiaotong University, uh, just now is the president of the CTS, Chinese Thoracic Society. Uh, my talk just to, uh, containing two parts. First part is situation of the Shanghai in COVID-19 epidemic. The part two, we should, I, I should uh, introduce the strategies for COVID-19 defense policy in Shanghai. Now the first part, as you know, the outbreak of the COVID-19 since the December of uh, 2019, and the, the WHO temporarily named and termed of the uh, 2019 Novi coronavirus. Uh, and uh, up to now, I think the International Virus Classification Commission uh, just uh, defined the uh, this virus is the SARS coronavirus 2, and also the WHO officially announced COVID 19 as a global pandemic since the March 11th, 2020. Here's the map from the WHO Health Emergencies Program. You can see here the epidemic, uh, epidemiology of the COVID 19 globally. Uh, just is uh, the sort of the world. Uh, globally, this is, uh, I think, so yesterday's the figures for COVID-19 is around uh, 570,000 confirmed cases. How about the Shanghai, the challenge of the COVID-19, especially in the and you can see that in, in Shanghai, since the July 20th, 2020, we reported the first case of COVID-19 infection. Uh, because in Shanghai, it's a very uh, big city, it's an international metropolis cities. And uh, in this period, uh, the, uh, we have the Spring Festival, we also the Renault New Year holiday, and uh, the huge population flows, just uh, like Chongyong. Uh, it's a very uh, huge the flow of the populations. And also mm. in Shanghai, we have uh, more than uh, 25 million populations is uh, also uh, we have uh, around 10 million floating population. Uh, up to now, you know, this uh, coronavirus is uh, a high transmissibility, and also we have no specific uh, treatment for COVID-19. Yet, uh, this is the forecasting uh, of the outbreak of COVID-19 in Shanghai. So this, I think, is a model uh, for the outbreak of the COVID-19. Uh, and you can see uh, if 
there was a no reduction in transmissible rate of the COVID study info that especially the in pandemic in Shanghai, we are lucky time behind the Wuhan outbreak, just a, about one or two weeks. Uh, the otherwise, just uh, only 50% transmissibility reduction can easily prevent epidemic from the further spring. So this is a different situation model. And also we can see uh, in Shanghai uh, exhibited in a high efficiency epidemic controlling ability and uh, had stopped its potential growth for now. Uh, especially you can see uh, the total confirmed uh, cases, just uh, only 490 cases by March. Uh, among them, uh, just uh, I think you can see uh, more than 153 cases imported from abroad. This means in Shanghai, there's only uh, around 200, uh, uh, 300 and 40 patients like that. So there's no locally new cases for uh, around, I think, so one month. So actually, you can see this map. Uh, this is very efficiency, uh, epidemical control in Shanghai. Uh, you can see this map. This is the uh, uh, this uh, different model uh, according to read uh, the uh, doctor their predicted cases after if no measure was taken. This is a figures uh, for COVID nineteen uh, in Shanghai. Uh, this is uh, the another model from uh, Doctor Wu they predicted cases after, if no measure was, was taken in Shanghai. Just now in Shanghai, this is uh, the situation. So you can see uh, the transmission rate within Shanghai had all decreased more than 95% than previously expected or predicted. I move to the uh, part two. How about the strategies for, for COVID-19 defense in Shanghai? This strategy contains uh, the uh, very important uh, issue just to integrate the government, hospital, and the committee as a very, very effective system. Since the July, January, 2020, Shanghai launched level one public health incident alert. This is the top one level of the China's public health alert system. In this system, we have the strategy for government defense COVID-19 in Shanghai. Uh, this is a consistence of uh, uh, the five elements 
including the structure management of the access to Shanghai, the surveillance of the personnel in Shanghai, and the shutdown of the old large entertainment venue. And the number four is reducing the passenger floor. The, four, uh, the fifth approach is the disclosure of a daily report about the epidemical situation. The number one structure is the structure management of the access to Shanghai. You can see from this slide, uh, the temperature monitoring will carry out for all kinds of the access into Shanghai, uh, including the airport, the railway station, and it's a such anyone with fever or other symptoms would, would be sent to the isolation point in time, right? as means the And the how about the surveillance of the personnel, the situation you can see here, the people should uh, submit their travel history and health information online in advance. This map, you can see here, uh, this is the personnel restriction and the Shanghai customers reporting and the personnel registering in English or in Mandarin. And so also the incoming visitors health registering. Uh, every person should answer the questions in this manual and in advance online. The, another very important thing is the uh, quarantine color to the electronic data system. You can see a different colors, green, red, and a yellow. Uh, this is, uh, express different the meanings, green, it is means uh, express and the person has no abnormality and he has been cleared of the medical management measures. If it is uh, shoot the yellow, uh, those uh, person uh, have come to Shanghai from the key epidemic areas for less than uh, 15 days. The, if the continent color shows red, this means the people uh, have not been freed of the medical management measures or have been diagnosed uh, or not being discharged. So this infection has not been loaded out. So different color, it is their mean express the different meanings. They are always very useful for the, uh, the data uh, system uh, resourcing. The, it also, I think in Shanghai, we perform the restaurant, crowded uh, gathering. You can uh, see uh, the situation. This is in restaurant. This is uh, on the way, it means the subway. This is a red actor, and uh, this is a Disneyland in Shanghai, you can see uh, 
there was no people gathering in this chapter project uh, situation. The, in Shanghai, the uh, government, every day they have uh, the disclosure of the daily report about the uh, epidemic situation of the COVID-19. Uh, this is uh, very important for reducing uh, panic and the stabilization of the social move uh, through the uh, report about uh, epidemic situation disclosure. Uh, also disclosure the information uh, that included the COVID-19 cases and the public health education and the refutation of the LUMA, etc. So I think it's a, it's a very important channel for the uh, population. In Shanghai, the, another very important key uh, factors or elements uh, just for the strategy uh, of the defense of the COVID-19 is in hospital. You can see uh, in hospital, we have uh, three uh, basic underlying uh, infrastructure, including the fever chemicals and isolated wood. And if the, the, the people or patients was confirmed uh, as uh, the COVID-19, then will, will be safely transferred to the uh, designated hospital. How about the patient management in hospital of the Shanghai? They, we should do the several issues, including the education about the knowledge of the COVID-19, and also should instruct of the wear masks and hand hygiene, and uh, every fever clinicals should be independently located. And also, if the patient will be hospitalization, and then we should uh, give the patient testing for the COVID-19. And the family members were uh, structurally restricted from visiting patients, and only one visitor per patient was allowed every day. Uh, just uh, in the hospital interest, we set the control area uh, by the staff. So each visitors had to follow safety procedures, including the temperature checker and the severe of the clinical history. This shows the, uh, the maps, uh, the photo. You can see this is the intro for the outpatient department. Uh, sh we should uh, conduct a temperature check and uh, epidemic severe. So the, every inch of the hospital, we have uh, the same infrastructure for checking uh, the um, management. You can see uh, here is the patient management. We should finish four steps to complete intra-check in, in patient world, including the temperature checker, hands, uh, disinfection, and the epidemiological severe, as well as the visiting information record. 
So this is a four steps should be finished uh, before the patient, uh, the, uh, before the interest uh, in the inpatient world. The next important things just uh, about the patient management, uh, you should have the uh, take the advantage of the telemedicine platform because uh, in this uh, very uh, urgent situation, this uh, telemedicine platform is uh, very useful uh, for the uh, online consideration of the service. Uh, just uh, means we provide online consolation service for the patients. Because most of the patients are common cold, uh, including the uh, influenza or other kinds of uh, uh, upper railway uh, respiratory tract infections. And also uh, we can uh, have the, this uh, approach can uh, reduce the waste of the medical resources and the possibility of the close infections in uh, fever clinicals. And the third function for this uh, telemedicine uh, platform uh, and uh, online consultation, uh, the median duration from the disease onset to hospital admission just only uh, five and a half days. So uh, if we set up this uh, platform, they will be give us uh, uh, three disadvantage. And also in the outpatient, we use the appointment system. But I think this is very uh, the, uh, uh, useful and the, in the United States, uh, it's, uh, I think it's a routine for the appointment system. But in Shanghai also, in mainland of China as a province, this is not very uh, routine. So in this uh, critical area, uh, period, we use the appointment system for outpatient. You can see uh, these uh, uh, maps uh, in population of the total patients from the fever clinicals in Shanghai. Uh, more than, uh, I think it's, uh, 52,000 patients, just only 2% patient suspected COVID-19 uh, infection. Among 2%, uh, the total uh, the patients with fever in uh, fever clinics, just 1,000 patients. Uh, the lastly, we confirm just only I think it's 19% uh, uh, of the patient uh, is uh, COVID-19 and they ex excluded 81% of the patient. Uh, so I think it's, it's a, uh, important things in the uh, fever clinics of the Shanghai, this is uh, very important for uh, isolating the uh, COVID-19 uh, infection patients. Uh, and uh, it's a very important thing is uh, telecommunication. 
why we use this platform because you can see uh, uh, most of the patient is not the COVID-19. So we should do that. Uh, it's a very uh, efficiency uh, for the uh, advantage of the uh, conform the COVID-19 patients and the exclusion the other kinds of the disease. You can uh, this map is uh, the other kinds of the disease. Just we totally excluded the patients. The according to uh, COVID-19, we have uh, the rapid response team, uh, including the experienced the doctors and the nurses. Also, we uh, organized the trainings for knowledge of the COVID-19 infection, also for the skills of the protection for the uh, hospital uh, personnel. Uh, and uh, we provide uh, enough the protective equipment and the reasonable distribution of the medical resources, uh, as well as the emotion support, uh, messaging and the drug support uh, is uh, maintained and uh, the oncology and supported enough. Uh, this is the clinical uh, uh, fever clinicals. In Shanghai, we uh, have uh, 116 fever clinicals. Uh, in, in the fever clinicals, we have uh, the responsibility for the first lines of the uh, defending the COVID-19. Uh, this is have a very important law for initial definition diagnosis of uh, patients were based on the epidemiology, uh, history and the medical history and uh, clinical uh, features. Yeah, this is a chart or maps for the uh, propositional screen, the strategy of COVID-19 in Shanghai. Uh, this is a fever clinical, have, uh, have uh, the epidemiological history, and the medical history and the clinical feature collection of the screen. So this is a, a scrap of the uh, fever uh, clinicals. You can see uh, this is a quite different in the clinical characteristic of the COVID-19. Uh, you can see uh, 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 this is a conformed uh, red color, you can have confirmed uh, COVID-19. There was uh, more lower levels of lymphocyte content and more level uh, involvement in the infected uh, COVID-19. Especially you can see at the both side and uh, more abnominate like GGO or GGO patch shadow coexisted. In the isolated world, we should do the initial uh, the uh, RT-PCR test. Uh, just uh, it's very important because we should uh, confirm the suspected patients or excluded the patients. In Shanghai, we only one the designated hospital uh, is named of. Uh, as a Shanghai Public Health Clinical Center, all the confirmed patients, we safely 
uh, transferred to the, uh, this hospital. Uh, and also we uh, gathered the experts from uh, wireless dissembling. Uh, we uh, established the um, uh, multi-dissembling team, MTD, uh, MD, MTT uh, teams just uh, uh, for the treatment or diagnosis. Also, we uh, classified the treatment uh, for in this hospital, uh, divided the general world and intensive care unit. And also we give the uh, COVID-19 patient uh, according to the personalized and uh, process therapies. We established the guidelines by the experts of the Shanghai Combined Task Forces on COVID-19, we called the Shanghai Plan, including the, uh, the diagnosis, especially I think so we should uh, stratify the risk factor, including the elderly patients and the underlying disease such as coronary heart disease, diabetes, hypertension, and also the CD4 counter, um, lymphocyte numbers, and also other uh, the laboratory tests. So this is a very important uh, clinical indicator for deterioration of the COVID-19 pneumonia. So, and we have uh, the, the mechanism for continuous supervision and uh, intensify the monitoring for this uh, clinical indicator. Uh, how about the uh, therapy? Just uh, I think it's uh, uh, tomorrow. Uh, I think it's, uh, uh, the Dr. Chao and the Dr. Zhan will give a very uh, the detailed uh, talks about uh, this uh, uh, aspect. So I just very quickly uh, the uh, go through of uh, this uh, uh, fuse. Uh, we uh, combine the approach uh, toward the prevention of the disease progression is uh, very important. For example, we use the hydrochloroquinol uh, and uh, oxygen therapy and uh, uh, maintain of the immune system and also focused on the uh, water and the electrolyte balance and uh, also in uh, other uh, the therapy, just the anti uh and the large dose of the vitamin C. So in Shanghai, you can see the, co the clinical efficacy uh, more than uh, 80%. In recent days, it's nearly 93%. So only five patients died. So the mortality is only 1.5%. Here, here is the uh, uh, figure you can see. Uh, this is the total cure case in Shanghai. This is March 28th. This only five uh, patients died. How about the committee defense of the COVID-19 in Shanghai? Every committee would be kept under closed management. The screen residency for symptoms. Uh, for example, the, the fever or cough, and also checking door to door to identify the infective 
uh, infected and suspected patient, other people, and no contact deliver and committee for propaganda. Also, we uh, the, uh, give the uh, population the public consciousness. Here is the committee management uh, used a different language, included uh, Mandarin and English and the Korean language is and the Jap Japanese language. And uh, this is a checking door to door and also have uh, the committee propaganda for COVID-19. Uh, here you can see uh, this is a uh, public consciousness. Uh, we uh, encourage the population, uh, the wearing mask, hand hanging, reducing contact with others, and uh, have the self-isolation and the self-monitoring. Also, you can see just uh, here about uh, one to uh, meters uh, distance. And we have the, uh, I think in recent three weeks, uh, this is a very uh, uh, important issue, just we, we should control the strategy for the imported cases. So the passengers, if they uh, with uh, symptoms, should be uh, isolated, transported to the designated hospital. And the passengers with no symptoms, but epidemiological History suspected exposure, we should constitute isolation for two weeks and also uh, performed uh, the nuclear acid detection for COVID 19. So, this is my conclusion for uh, my presentation. COVID 19 has become the threat of the world, uh, especially in recent two or three weeks. Uh, Shanghai has a uh, very high uh, efficiency epidemical control ability and now had stopped the exponential growth of COVID-19. And uh, we have the very effective strategy for COVID-19 defense uh, in Shanghai. Uh, I think it's, it's uh, quite uh, depending on the efforts of the government, committee, and the hospital. So I think the, just the now, uh, especially at the current uh, stage, the management of the COVID-19 in Shanghai cannot be relaxed because it's, uh, we enforce these important uh, cases. Uh, thank you uh, for my presentation is over. Thank you. I want to thank Dr. Zhuang and Dr. Chu, and now we're going to turn it over to, uh, to Dr. Carroll to moderate a few questions. Thank you very much. Um, a few questions that we've gotten for the audience related to the uh, PPE or the personal protective equipment that we notice uh, in um, some of your photos, they seem to be significantly different than what we're using in the United States. Um, the degree of, uh, of the personal protective equipment. I was wondering if you could comment on that, uh, as well as maybe comment on the widespread use of masks in the community. That seems to be a question we're getting over and over again. Yeah, 
let me introduce something about uh, what's uh, happening in, in China. So you, you have, uh, uh, according to many pictures, we can see uh, there's a very strict uh, self, uh, personal protective uh, suit we, equipment we use in, in China, if it's uh, available. And I think that it's a lower level used in the US. I know that it's a lack of uh, enough PPE in the US at this time, just like uh, what happened in, in China one month, one month ago. But uh, if we, but we don't know what's uh, the standard level, this uh, standard suite, standard PPE is uh, suitable for this uh, COVID-19 because it's a new disease and so we don't know the characteristics of this virus. Uh, very well, so uh, it's a high level protection. Uh, I think is uh, is uh, necessary if we don't know what's the exact method, what exact level is suitable for this disease. So in China, if the PPE is available with a very uh, high level self protection method, and in the in the in the in the you can see many almost every Chinese wear mask. And it's uh, because the first way for transmission is uh, droplet. So the mask is very useful for decrease, uh, decrease the risk of droplet uh, transmission. And in the hospitals, uh, many uh, N95 masks were used for protecting the virus. Uh, I don't, uh, it's, uh, maybe it's um, overuse of uh, mask, but uh, if it's available, we can't tell the staff you stop use N95 because uh, uh, because may uh, these uh, physicians or nurses are facing a patient suffering COVID-19. So many uh, maybe some overprotective phenomena we can see, but uh, we are not sure what the exactly is the correct measure for protecting. So maybe a relatively high level if the I mean, PPE is available. That's okay. So in the in the in the patient uh, in, the, in the in the in the in the ward at the meeting are uh, COVID nineteen patients. There's a very very high level protection protection level is uh, is uh, is available in China with a ninety five mask with a uh, with a. Uh, Face shield. In fact, if we get uh, the throat swab, yes, uh, face shield is uh, is uh, is uh, used, and uh, the protection suit is very commonly used for in in the in the in the wards receiving a uh, COVID nineteen uh, patients. So it's uh, and and if the if the we use the intubation, the 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 how much. The helmet and with uh, with a uh, gog with goggle is necessary. With goggle with 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 goggle is uh, is necessary for protecting because the uh, secretion from the secretion from the patient airway will be uh, maybe uh, we have to face into. So it's uh, a much higher level for protection in China compared to what uh, we see in US. Uh, I do understand it's a uh, lack of this uh, PPE. But if the PPE is necessary, it will be usually rise the level for protection. And aerosol is, uh, is also for, has been identified for way for transmission of the virus. So I think the higher level is, is, uh, is, is, is good. 
and the other ways of uh, protection, including keep the lungs, keep uh, keep a uh, relative uh, bigger distance, and uh, in the larger space, uh, larger space room, or in the, the direction of the air and the wind is also important for protection. That's Thank you. Thank you very much. I wondered if um, any of the other doctors wanted to comment on that um, as well, as well as potentially how some of these things were enforced in the community. Um, how did you how did you make sure people in, uh, did this stuff, or is this just more of a cultural thing that people were um, were willing to do this? I think it's the you know the committee, especially the residency uh, resident in the committee. I think it's uh, maybe it's a, a, a little bit of difference. Uh, also, I think it's in Shanghai or other uh, places, or I mean, the other province of the China, uh, I think it's a, a little bit of difference. So I think it's, uh, the, the training or propaganda uh, for the knowledge of the COVID-19, uh, especially how to uh, have the uh, very, uh, useful or effective measures for uh, protection. So actually, uh, just uh, uh, gathering is a very uh, dangerous uh, uh, the situation or some uh, very uh, dangerous uh, the route for the uh, the spread of the COVID-19 or infected by uh, COVID-19. So I think it's uh, the knowledge, the uh, the propaganda for COVID-19 is uh, very important. And then, then the, if they uh, accept this uh, knowledge or ideas for, for COVID-19, then there will be, I think, they will change the, uh, the, uh, the Herbert. And, uh, and then the we can, uh, you know, they stay at home. And uh, also they will wear the masks when they, uh, go to the uh, public places or uh, the uh, other, um, I think, secluded uh, the areas. So I think it's uh, uh, the propaganda, especially instruction and uh, the, the knowledge, uh, the propaganda. Thank you. That's uh, that's very helpful. We also had a um, a question on the use of non-invasive ventilation. This may be a better question for tomorrow's um, yeah. webinar, but I wondered if either of you wanted to comment on um, non-invasive ventilation for these patients. Hey, Dr. Wang, you, yeah. you, so, yeah. yeah. I, yes, uh, Dr. Zhang, uh, we will give a speech uh, t tomorrow, and I just uh, have some comments on how to use non-invasive mechanical ventilation. You know, it's uh, maybe aerosol transmission is also possible for the, for the, for transmission. The, the disease. So the, maybe someone worry about non-invasive mechanical ventilation, just use a mask. So maybe it's a trans droplets uh, aerosol for transmission of disease. But uh, to, our uh, to our experiences, because we have a very strict self and uh, we have a very strict PPE and it's not, it's not a problem. And almost non-medical professionals uh, in the ICU in the various environment, we use non-invasive mechanical ventilation be infected. So I think it's okay for non-invasive mechanical ventilation. And I think it's, a, it's, a, it's a better to use non-invasive mechanical ventilation in the, early, in the early stage. 
it's um, if the patient gets a shorter breath and the blood gas analysis is not better, we can use uh, we can use a non-invasive mechanical ventilation give positive pressure to the patient is good. And if the patient can't uh, can't uh, have a can't uh, is a can't, can't feel uncomfortable to use a non-invasive mechanical ventilation, or the symptoms get severe, maybe uh, we should on time to transfer non-invasive mechanical ventilation to an uh, invasive mechanical ventilation. So ET, so ET uh, tube intubation may be necessary at that time. So in the early stage, non-invasive, and in the, in the gas severe, intubation is good. Thank you. Um- we had another question about some of the um, procedures. Were all symptomatics place, um, patients placed in these um, in these shelters, uh, or were all even asymptomatic pa- patients placed in these um, in these shelters in Wuhan? Yeah, it's uh, in the patient uh, symptomatic cases uh, which are tested positive, and a few be isolated in the space. And maybe not hospital, but should he should be isolated. And in the uh, at this time in Wuhan, uh, this patient will be transported to hospital. Right, but future, when you were using your shelters, anyone who tested positive was put in one of them. Because all the the area area people will be transferred to isolated. everyone. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, thank you. Because and, you have a possibility for transmission. Great, thank you very much. Um, we had another question on um, on disinfecting the room um, after uh, disinfect a little bit on disinfection. Did you use UV lights or chemicals, or how did you disinfect? Yeah, uh, yeah it's uh, uh, chemical uh, methods. Also, is commonly used in the in the in the hospital, and I think it's mostly effective method. Another question we had was um, whether prophylactic therapy was being used for healthcare providers. Whether there was any prophylactic medicine that uh, you had provided. I know there's a there's a study going on currently at the Mayo Clinic looking at prophylactic um, uh, therapies. I wondered if if that was any of your experience there. Uh, just I think so far we have no. Uh, any the approach or some of the uh, prevention, uh, the therapy for the uh, healthcare workers. So because uh, this is no evidence for this uh, uh, policy or this uh, the approach is uh, effective. Uh, so we don't encourage the the just the empirical uh, therapy for COVID-19. Just right. I think it is very important, the PPE uh, is a very important according to the uh, stratification, I mean the different situation, uh, the uh, risk, uh, the, the situation uh, difference. Yes, thank you. That's, uh, that seems to be um, uh, very helpful in answering some of these questions. So again, I want to thank Drs. Wang and and Dr. Chu for your excellent presentation. We've heard a lot of the medical aspects, but to hear the strategic aspects, I think is something that we weren't, we hadn't heard as much about. So I really appreciate the time that you gave us today, given 
all that all that is going on in in your busy lives so thank you again and for those on the call you will have access to the slides and the recording of today's session and then we'll resume tomorrow at the same time in your respective time zones so again thanks to everyone thank you uh, renly for helping us set this up thanks to the chess staff thanks to um, chris carroll for moderating we'll see you tomorrow thank you thank you thank you bye-bye yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.